Hi, you're listening to my mom, Kat Lee, on the Inspired to Action podcast. Hey, can I listen to it? Hey, my name is Kat Lee, and I want to welcome you to the Inspired to Action podcast. I hope this show is the pep talk that you need as a mom, a reminder that what you do every day is life-changing, and it matters more deeply than you could ever imagine. Out of all the women in the world, God chose you to be the mother of your children because you are special and amazing and he has called you and he will equip you. So thank you for serving your family, for loving your children fearlessly and for fighting to be a great mom. This episode is for you. Let's jump right in. Hey friends, this is Kathleen, and you're listening to episode number 56 of the Inspired to Action podcast. And today we're talking about mornings and how we can make our mornings awesome because I don't know about you, but sometimes mornings in my house are not awesome, like really not awesome, scary sometimes. So we're going to talk about some ways that we can make our mornings not crazy, but actually really sweet and wonderful. But before we get into that, I just want to say hi We did that listener survey, or I announced it in the last podcast episode, and so many of you guys filled that out, and I really appreciate it. And if you haven't had a chance to, I would love it if you would take a minute to do that. You can just go to inspiretoaction.com forward slash feedback, and you can fill out our listener survey. And what I loved is that so many of you said that you felt like you were listening to a friend, and so how are you? Because that's what friends would say. We are friends. And I know it's a little funny because I'm talking and I can't hear you talk, but I want you to know that before this episode, I was praying for you and praying just that God would give you vision for, for what you're doing and for who you are and just for you to have a sweet relationship with him today. And so I'm just thankful for you. And I do consider you guys friends. And I'm glad that you feel like you have a friend in your ear while you're doing dishes or doing laundry or running or whatever it is that you're doing. And if you're listening with your kids, which a lot of you said that you do, hey, kids, hope you're doing great today. Tell your mom that she is kind of a big deal and give her a big hug. Okay, ready, set, go. I guess if you're in a car, that probably doesn't work very well. Stay buckled. Don't unbuckle. Give her a hug when you get to your destination. Okay, now before we get into this episode, I want to give a shout out to the iTunes reviewer of the week, and that is Mom of A&E. And she says, I was introduced to the Inspired to Action podcast last year, and Kat has truly used what God has given her and has used it as an instrument to speak truth and love into the lives of so many women and moms, including myself. When I listen, I feel empowered as a mom and worthy to keep doing my highest calling, and that is raising these little humans to know and love the Lord and being intentional with every the everyday grind. She's real and authentic and absolutely love everything about this podcast. So mom of A&E, thank you. A and E, you guys have a great mom. And if you guys want to leave a review for the Inspired to Action podcast, you can do that um, it, right there in the iTunes podcast app if that's what you're listening to on your phone. Otherwise, you can go to inspiretoaction.com forward slash love, and I'll walk you through that whole process. And so I just thank you guys for for doing that. It really encourages me to scroll through those and to know that there really are people on the other side of this listening and and being encouraged by what we share here. Um, We do have some super fun interviews coming up, but today is a solo show because we're going to talk about 
maximizing our mornings. Some of you know that I wrote an ebook about that many eons ago when I first launched Inspired to Action. And you can actually get that free if you want to at the blog. It, just go to inspiredtoaction.com forward slash ebook or ebooks. I don't remember. I'll put it in the show notes. But if you just go to inspiredtoaction.com and click on the ebook link, you'll see it right there. And it's just this book that I wrote about how my mornings transformed. And so I thought I'd share a little bit of that journey with you today because uh, Hello Mornings, which is a challenge that spun off of that ebook, the registration just opened on Monday for our, our next session. And registration closes at the end of this week. And I wanted you guys to be involved. I am so excited about the future of Hello Mornings and just the people that it is impacting. We have literally thousands of women involved all over the world with over 200 volunteer leaders and an incredible team of volunteers that just run registration and just make everything happen. And so um, I would love for you guys, my podcast listeners, to be involved in that too, because it's a great way, honestly, for us to get to know each other as well as you are sharing things on Facebook or in the Twitter stream or on Instagram. I'd love to see the stuff that you share. So registration just opened and there are some really fun resources for you guys uh, when you when you register for Hello Mornings. But I wanted to give you a little bit of vision for that because I don't want you to just join another online thing because honestly, there's a lot of online things. There are a lot of things that you can give your time to. But I'm so passionate about our mornings and this idea of what Hello Mornings is all about because it kind of it, it goes back to my own story, honestly. Several years ago, uh, when my kids were much smaller, I had one of those what I call terrible, horrible, no good, very bad days. Um, I think that's a book, Alexander, I think, and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. Well, I had one of those with my kids, and it was just this day where I just, I was just grumpy. That's just the bottom line. I was just grumpy, and I wasn't handling anything well, and things would come out of my mouth, and as I'm saying them, I'm in my head rebuking myself because I'm like, why are you saying that? That is not the right thing to say. That is not helping anyone. And I just, it was just this spiral of awfulness. And by the end of the day, I finally got the kids to bed and I went to my minivan, which was parked in the garage. And it was July in Texas. So it was like 150,000 degrees in there. But I just felt like I just needed to go sit in my pit of despair and cry because I was so just so upset with how the day went. I felt so far from who I wanted to be as a mom and as a believer. And I just sat there and honestly, I just cried. And I was just like, Lord, why am I so messed up? Why can I not be the mom that I want to be? And I just, you know, I just felt like he was like, you know what? Because I made you to be that mom and you need to do that with me. You need my help. You need my direction. And I need you to get up, not to your kids, but for your kids, and spend some time with me and get some vision and direction for the day. And I started doing that. Because, you know, before I would, I would always get up early because my kids get up early. And so I would wake up to them jumping on me, asking for Cheerios and cartoons. I don't know if any of you have ever experienced that before. But, you know, you, you're sleeping peacefully in this wonderful peaceful slumber and all of a sudden children are dive bombing you <laughs> and you're rudely awakened to kids asking for things or fighting or whatever. And you know, the day just goes downhill. It just goes down stinking hill from there. And if you've never had one of those days, 
email me because I need to have you on the show. But I had those days far too often. And after I spent this time with the Lord and, and I felt like I needed to start getting up earlier, I really began to implement that. And I particularly felt like, you know, in the mornings, I want to I want to spend time with God. But then I, I just felt like it was really important for me to then plan my day around what I learned during my time with Him. And then I also wanted to make sure that I used that time to make some healthy choices so that I had the energy to live out the things that I'd planned that were based on the time that I spent with Him. And I wanted my morning time, I, I, I wanted it to be this almost sacred time when I did the things that I knew were the most important things for me personally. Obviously, there are important things, you know, involving my kids and my husband and that sort of thing. But as far as my own personal well-being and development and growth and direction, it all came down to me spending time with God, taking time to plan how I was going to live my life, and then using the energy to create more energy. You know, if I exercise a little bit, that's going to build my muscles and build my endurance and increase the amount of energy that I have to do the things that God has called me to do. So basically, what in Hello Mornings, we call that God, plan, move. Those are the, the three core areas of what we do in Hello Mornings. And the idea of it is just we want women to develop these habits of getting up a little bit earlier, spending time with God, planning their day, and doing a little bit of exercise. But as we started doing this, so I wrote that ebook, and the ebook was based around the God Plan Move idea. And then one of my email readers at the time said, "Hey, can we start a challenge around this?" And I thought, "That's great. It's a great idea. Let's let's do that." And so we did. Um, but then I noticed people. I, I mistakenly shared the time that I get up in the morning in the ebook, which is a mistake because then people want to match that or feel like they need to match it when it was something that I'd been doing for years. And so in this podcast, I want to help you with your mornings. I want to help you kind of take control of them so that you can, whether you have kids or not, because I noticed in that survey that a lot of you actually don't have kids uh, and you listen to this podcast. So, you know, whether you have kids or not, I want you to wake up for your life and not to your life. We, we want to start our day off not in a reactionary way, but in a proactive, offensive way. So I'm going to give you a few tips. Um, actually, let's see. I think four, it might stretch out to a couple more, but four tips on how to make the most of your mornings because it is such a key time. I mean, if you look it up online, people who are successful, people who have changed the world, honestly, so many of them had a morning routine, a specific thing that they did first thing in the morning. Whatever time that was, they had a, a way that they started the day. And so as moms, I think it's no less important for us to have a specific way that we start our day. And I often compare it to an athlete because you know me and athletic analogies. <laughs> um, just like an athlete isn't going to arrive at a football game and run onto the field and just dive right into the competition, they're, they're not going to do that. When they get to the football field, the very first thing they do is go into the locker room and meet with their coach and their team. And the coach gives them the game plan. The coach tells them what their strategy is for the day. And then they take that strategy and they work it out on the field. And so in the same way as moms, 
we can't just dive into the day and expect it to go the way that we wish in hindsight that it went. We need to start off the day with at least a a plan of how we want it to go and then walk that out with God. So a few tips for your mornings. Um, Number one is that if you want to make the most of your mornings, it has to start the night before. So when I would see people trying to wake up early and get up, you know, maybe right now they would get up at 8 a.m. and they want to start waking up at 5.30 a.m. and they would just start doing it. And they just set their alarm for 5.30 and change nothing else. Well, what's going to happen there is that you're going to burn out and you're going to burn out fast. And then you're going to say, well, I'm just not a morning person. But I don't think, you know, some people may have a hard time waking up and there may be issues with that. But I don't think it's about being a morning person or not being a morning person. I think that ultimately it comes down to what choices are you going to make because you can make them. My kids might not be morning people, but they get to school every day because that's just what we have required and those are the choices that they make. So obviously getting up early is a voluntary thing, but if it's something that you want, you'll make it happen. We can either... Um, make a change or we can make excuses. And we're really only happy with the results of one of those things. So if you want to get up early, you need to get you need to plan the night before. So a couple things that I do the night before is one, I have an alarm that goes off at my bedtime. And that has been so helpful because I know or at least have a general idea of how much sleep that I need each day. And I want to make sure to get that amount of sleep because I know that, you know, there is grace for me in the mornings if, if for some reason I don't get enough sleep, but I really want to spend time with God, there's grace. But as a general rule, I want to be wise in the decisions that I make. And so I want to get eight hours of sleep or seven hours of sleep or whatever it is that you need. I want to protect that time. And so I have an alarm that goes off for when I'm supposed to start getting ready for bed the night before. And that really helps me to remember, okay, now is when I make preparations for tomorrow. If I want tomorrow to go well, then I need to make wise decisions tonight. Um, so, so that's the first thing, to set an alarm the night before. The other thing is I just get my stuff together. I like to have tea or coffee first thing in the morning. And so I have a little pitcher and I heat up water the night before and I have that pitcher in my office Um, I also make sure that my Bible and my journal and my notebook and everything, my pen, everything that I need are all right there so that I can just get up and go to my office and spend time with God. So for you, that might be putting a bag together of things. Maybe it's a water bottle in your bag and your Bible and your journal. Uh, Maybe it's just thinking ahead of time, well, where am I going to go? You know, for for a long time, I spent my mornings in my garage. Whether it was freezing outside or brutally hot outside, I would go to the garage and there were, you know, it wasn't a pretty garage. It was, you know, stuff everywhere, roaches when I would turn the light on. It was, you know, not not exciting. But it was a place that I could go that I knew that I wouldn't be interrupted in the morning. And I knew I would have just the space and the quietness to spend time with God and plan and do a little exercise. So when you think about planning in the night before, even think about where you're going to be. What part of the house are you going to be in? What clothes are you going to wear? Setting out, if you're planning on exercising, setting out those clothes and shoes and things like that, that's huge too. So just make your plan, set an alarm for the night before and make your plan for what you're going to do the next day and get all of your things ready so that in the morning, all you need to do is get out of bed and get your stuff. And there's there's fewer obstacles and fewer excuses for you. So that first tip is to plan the night before. 
The next tip is to start small. You know, it, I know we, we all get so excited about change and transformation. Some of the most popular shows on TV are about how, you know, a house has been transformed or somebody has lost a ton of weight or just, you know, all these different things. We love the idea of transformation. But more often than not, transformation comes slowly. And if we bite off more than we can chew in the beginning, then we end up choking on it and we never really get anywhere. And so I highly encourage people who want to make the most of the mornings to start small so that they can develop habits because that's where the real power comes in. It's, it's not from willpower because willpower, we get tired and it runs out and we come up with excuses. But habits are just things that mentally we're triggered to do when something happens. So if your alarm goes off and you're triggered to get up and get your stuff and go spend time with God, then it's one less decision that you need to make, one less um, drain on your willpower throughout the day. So, so if you start small and develop small, simple habits, it's something that will just continually kind of snowball for you and you'll be reaping the benefits for years and years to come. So an example of that is, you know, I said that the core elements of Hello Mornings are God, plan, move. Well, you could get easily overwhelmed with any of those areas. You could grab some huge in-depth Bible study that takes 45 minutes to do, and then you could get some really in-depth planning routine that takes you 35 minutes to work through every morning, and then you could get a fitness routine that takes you another hour. And so then suddenly it's going to take you an hour and a half or two hours in the morning just to do your routine. We don't need to do that. Again, the focus, if it's something that you've never done before, the focus here is the habit. So honestly, it could be 10 minutes total in the morning where you wake up, you turn on a worship song in your headphones, or even that could be even be your alarm. And you put that on in your headphones. You spend a few minutes praying for your husband and for your kids and just thanking God for the things that he's given you. Then you take a few more minutes and you read your Bible and you say, God, how can I apply this to my life today? And then you take a couple minutes to write down the three most important things that you need to do today. And then you take a few more minutes and you do 10 squats or 10 push-ups or you do a plank for one minute, whatever it is. But if you just start small so that nothing feels overwhelming and it all feels almost ridiculously doable, you are so much more likely to commit to it. One example that I often think of is, um, you know, sometimes when you start off wanting to do something, again, you, you want to do it big, but then you kind of get drained and you lose your self-discipline and then eventually you feel bad because you didn't do a good job or you, you weren't consistent with it. And we just get frustrated and we fall off the wagon and then we just feel terrible about it. And so then we don't even want to think about that habit because we did such a bad job at it. So instead, I want you to think of something that I call the Bejeweled Habit Plan. So many of you might be familiar with the game Bejeweled. It's on the iPhone and probably any other phone too, where it's got all the little jewels on it. And if you've ever played it at all, what happens the first time that you play it is you basically just, you might swipe your finger and make two little combinations of jewels, which is the goal. But then like the whole phone explodes. I mean, it's just like, this was amazing. You're like the best Bejeweled player ever. You're on our top 10. You hit this super excellent high score of all time for infinity. You're awesome. And you just think after playing this game for maybe a minute that maybe you have a chance at being a professional Bejeweled player because 
all of these encouragements and high scores and explosion things happen on the screen. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go watch like a YouTube video on the game because it's actually really hilarious. So if we take that same idea and apply it to our habits, and instead of setting these crazy high goals and then just get frustrated at ourselves and beat ourselves up when we don't meet them, instead set out these crazy simple goals so that we can build a habit and then reward ourselves when we do achieve them. So, you know, it could be that you get up six minutes early, you wake up, turn on one song, read one Bible verse that you have on an index card that maybe you carry with you for the rest of the day, write down three things that you want to do that day, and then you plank for two minutes and bam, that is your entire morning routine. But you know what? That is so much more powerful done day after day after day for just six minutes than a two-hour time in the morning that you do for two days and then never again, right? There's a quote from a guy named Jim Watkins, and it says, um, a river cuts through rock not because of its power, but because of its persistence. There is such, such uh, richness in being persistent and in being faithful. And you know, that's how the Grand Canyon happened. There was water that cut holes in it, or you know, however the Grand Canyon happened. But the idea of, you know, it's not because of this vast immediate explosion of power or a grenade or TNT or anything. It was just water streaming through. And it's the same in our lives that we if we can be faithful in small things, then we can be faithful with much. And so I highly encourage you just to start out small and to be okay with that and to get excited about the small things. Because it is always the small things that lead to the big things. And our goal with our mornings is not perfection, but it's progress. And I think honestly that is a huge lie that the enemy tries to feed to us that we need to do it perfectly, that God is disappointed in us if we don't spend time with him exactly how we said we would every single day. But just like, you know, maybe um, I'm supposed to do something with my kids one day and one of them says, oh, well, I can't. I mean, I guess they don't do that because they're little and I can just make them. But theoretically, when they're older, if they say they can't, you know, I'm not eternally disappointed in them. It's all about them saying yes again the next time and just the progress of our relationship, not this one-time thing. And just in the same way, God is not disappointed in you. I think about a story that I just love, love, love to tell. Maybe you've heard me share it before, but it's the story of Derek Redman, and he was a um, 200-meter sprinter in the Olympics in Barcelona, I want to say in 1994. And... uh, he was one of England's best sprinters. And they honestly, they, they anticipated a medal from him in this event. And it was one of the qualifying races before the finals. And he lined up and the gun went off and he starts running. And then all of a sudden, you know, a little way down the track, he just pulls up because he had apparently ripped his hamstring. And I don't know if you've ever pulled a muscle, but I can't imagine the pain <laughs> of a ripped hamstring muscle and so he collapses on the track and everyone in the stands like stands up they're like oh no what's wrong is he going to be okay and then you see him kind of you hear the announcers getting a little excited and then you see him struggling to get up and he starts hopping on a foot down the track and y'all there is no way he was going to win half the people were already across the finish line he had no hope of being perfect 
no hope of winning that race, of moving on. Everything that he had worked for in his entire life had just died. All those dreams had just died. But he was choosing to not give up. And then if you watch, you can watch this video on YouTube. And if you watch it, you can see this rumbling in the stands. And you see this man that's kind of older and a little bit grayer than Derek pushing through the crowd. And he jumps over the railing and shoves security guards out of the way. And he runs onto the track and he wraps his arm around his son. And Derek collapses on him in tears. And they walk together across the finish line. And I love that picture. I love that story. And a reporter asked his dad afterward why he did that. And his dad said, you know, we started this journey together. And I thought we should finish it together. And I think God says the same things about us. He says the same thing about you. He doesn't stand at the finish line awaiting your triumphant victory, your perfect quiet times, your, you know, hour-long running workout sessions, your two-hour-long prayer things, he wants to join you in the journey. Regardless of winning or losing, regardless of being perfect or not, he wants to be with you in this journey of life, and he wants you to invite him alongside every single morning, whether it's for six minutes or 60 minutes. And so if we can just lay down our own um, misconception that we need to be perfect, And our lives can be changed and transformed by that simple time with the creator of the universe that we had, this opportunity that we have every single day. So I just so encourage you to not worry about perfection, but just be consistent. Don't give up, but keep fighting and focus on small but faithful changes. I am reading a book right now called The One Thing. I think the author's name is Greg Keller. I'll I'll include that in the show notes. I'm not sure what his name is exactly, but he says this great quote that I love. He says, success does not not come simultaneously. It comes sequentially. So the whole idea of the book is that we as a society want to multitask, but there is such power in just focusing on one thing. And so when it comes to your mornings, I encourage you, just focus on one thing, whether it's focusing on the habit of doing these three things and just spending a little bit of time with God and a little bit of time planning and a little bit of time exercising, or whether you feel like you really need to dive deep with God. And so you spend, you know, nine of your 10 minutes with him and then 30 seconds um, planning and 30 seconds doing a plank or whatever. There is such power in just focusing on one thing at a time and and, and building the habit, um, whether if it's of all these things or whether it's of, you know, just focusing on exercise. You know, we want to include all of it, but we need to have a focus. This is the one thing that I'm really going to grow in. I'm going to maintain these other things, but this is the thing that's going to get the majority of my time and energy. And if you don't already have a morning routine, I highly encourage you to make that your one thing. However you do it and with whatever online Bible study or whatever organization you use to to grow in that habit, I highly encourage it because I think nothing will change your life like time with God. There are no books, no podcasts, no speakers, no conferences. There is nothing that can impact you as deeply as a moment with the God of heaven and earth, right? So if you do anything this year, this month, this week, today, 
I challenge you to start the habit of spending time with him in the morning. Okay, so that's it. I hope that you will consider taking my challenge and start this habit if you don't already. And if you want assistance in that, if you want accountability and some resources, you can go to inspiredtoaction.com forward slash hello mornings. And we have some really cool resources actually for you this session. We've recently implemented a really cool workbook that you get for free when you sign up. And, and and it's free to sign up to, <laughs> just to clarify that. And it's this cool workbook that on every page, it has God time, plan time, and move time all on one page. So you can, you don't have to move from one thing to another. You can just kind of spend time with God, then you can plan out your day. And then in the move time, we have a little list where you can write out what you plan to eat that day or how much water you want to drink or how you plan to exercise or whether you did a quick start workout, which is, you know, like a one minute plank or whatnot. So it's this really cool workbook that is, I think, has been really useful for me, and I know has been useful for a lot of people that participate. And then this session, we're reading through the book of Matthew, and we also have my absolute favorite song right now that the folks at Antioch Live have given to all Hello Morning's participants for free, and it's so good. It's a song called How Great You Are, and it is just a ridiculously powerful worship song, and I have had it on repeat for weeks and weeks and weeks, and maybe not, maybe not weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. It's only been out like a few weeks. Anyway, but I contacted them, and I asked, hey, is this something that we could get out to Hell Morning's participants? Because I really think it's an incredibly powerful song, and they said yes. So if you go to inspiredtoaction.com forward slash Hello Mornings, you can get a copy of that as well as the Hello Mornings workbook. And I would love to see you in any of our hashtags on Instagram or Twitter or on our Facebook page. It's just hashtag Hello Mornings. And we'd love to encourage you and walk with you through that journey. So friends, I hope you've had a good run or you've gotten a lot of laundry folded or you're getting your dishes washed or you're hanging out with your kids or whatever it is you're doing. Thanks for listening. And thanks for being a part of this community. And, and I hope this episode has challenged you a little bit. hope it's encouraged you and given you some wisdom. And, you know, God has big things for each one of us. And I want to see you live those things out. And I want you, you know, maybe I can encourage you a little bit. Think of how much more God can encourage you. So for every podcast you listen to, I hope you also go spend time with Him. Because he has so much more wisdom. He knows your heart. He can speak straight to it and completely transform your life. So you know what? Just go press pause right now or stop and go spend some time with him. Just thank him for the things he's done in your life, for the things that he's going to do. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Inspired to Action podcast. Well, that's all that we have for today's episode of the Inspired to Action podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. I know that there are a million things that you could be doing right now, and I hope that this episode has encouraged you. You know, if you have any questions or suggestions for me, just head over to inspiredtoaction.com and click the contact button to send me an email. I would love to hear from you, and I would love to do whatever I can to get the resources that you need to keep growing as a mom. And if you enjoyed this podcast, it would be awesome if you would take a minute to rate it on iTunes. That's going to help more moms to find it and get the encouragement that they need. And as always, you can check out all the show notes for this session at inspiredtoaction.com. And you can also download any of our free ebooks or our free prayer calendars for moms at the blog. Just go to inspiredtoaction.com and click on the resources link. 
And my name is Kat Lee, and I wish you an incredible day with your family. And remember, you're a mom. You're kind of a big deal. Now go be awesome. It's early in the morning, the house is quiet. But I've set aside this time for you. Bow before the throne of a noble king And in this place my heart begins to sing It's gonna be a good day A good day filled with his grace His grace and sweet new